The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to the Pirate Radio Podcast, featuring special guests discussing a wide range of topics and personal stories. Now live from the Pirate Radio studio, here's Shirley Rhodes. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast featuring the ECU Players Lounge. On today's podcast, we will talk to ECU football players Ryan Jones, Jeremy Lewis, Holton Naylors, Miles Berry, Xavier Smith, Isaiah Winstead, and Rajay Harris. Sit back and relax. Today's Pirate Radio Podcast starts right now. All right, let's start the interviews inside the Delcor Players Lounge here on a Monday and head out to the Pitt Electric Live Line. And we are joined by East Carolina tight end Ryan Jones. Ryan, how you doing today, man? I'm doing good. How are you? Fantastic. And uh, as you can tell, we're excited about football. I know you are as well, Ryan. Let's talk about the first scrimmage uh, of the fall camp season. How did it go for you and the offense on Saturday? Um, the first scrimmage for me was definitely more uh, – I felt way more comfortable just um, after this being my second year in the offense. You know, so, I mean, I just felt more comfortable as a player. And, I mean, as a team, as an offense, I feel like we really had a lot of guys making big plays. And, I mean, together we gelled and uh, just had a really good scrimmage all together. I think Holden said uh, a couple of drives uh, with the first team, right? How, how many snaps did you get on Saturday, Ron? Uh, I think it was around, like, 30, well, yeah, 20 to 30 snaps. Alright, pretty good number there, and you got to go up against a uh, competitive defense as well, and uh, the old iron sharpens iron. I've heard that a lot today, talking to some of the players, and uh, that's the case, right, when you're taking on East Carolina's first team defense. Yeah, definitely. We definitely, uh, uh, we feed off of each other. You know I mean? It feels good going against a guy who's going to make you compete to your highest level. So, I mean, we're definitely feeding off of each other and uh, just helping each other grind it out, you know. Ryan, this is Troy D. What are you working on now for the next couple of weeks as you head into the season opener? What do you want to fine-tune personally, and uh, what does the team need to work on the most? Uh, personally, it's just more so for myself. I just want to uh, make sure I'm not having any – missed anything. I'm just really on top of what I need to do and um, just really having the, uh, the playbook locked down. You know, but um, as a team, I feel like we're now transitioning more so into looking kind of – or we'll peeking into like more so what State's doing. You know, so we have to look uh, – look uh in that direction you know with the with the game only two weeks away but i mean as overall i feel like we're really um just coming together and just really understanding and uh feeling comfortable comfortable with each other Ryan, both uh nc state and east carolina kind of the same situation you can scout them but it's a totally new team this year versus last year they've got the same problem on ecu they can look at past things from last year, but that doesn't mean that's going to be exactly how it is this year. So how do you scout a team like NC State that has yet to play a game this year? Yeah, I mean, I feel like from that standpoint, even if you have new players, uh, the coach's philosophy kind of stays the same. You know, so I mean, even some things from uh, last year that they did with the, with the old players they had, they would still probably do the same thing, just use these players in a different way. I mean – we're doing something similar in the same aspect. You know, we have way more – I wouldn't say way more time, but we have a lot of guys that are making a lot of plays. So, I mean, we're going to have a, basically a whole different offense than what they seen last year. So, Ryan Jones joining us uh, inside the Delcor Players Lounge. Ryan, you've had a couple of full pads days and a scrimmage since the team had to take a day off last week due to a, uh, a sickness going around the guys. So, were you one of the sick pirates last week, or were you able to remain unscathed there? Yeah, sadly, I was one of them. It didn't hit me as bad, but uh, yeah, I was down for a little bit, but luckily it didn't 
it didn't hold me out like it did some of the guys. They said it was like a, a foodborne illness. Sometimes those things strike fast, but then they leave fast too. Is that basically what you've heard? Yeah, basically that's kind of how it was amongst the team. You know, what I mean, some guys kind of got it worse, but really, miss, really everybody was back after uh, after like a day, day or so. So yeah, Tuesday you guys were off. I know some guys were back out of practice on Wednesday, but not the full team. Were you able to go last Wednesday? Yeah, yes, sir. How? Uh, I mean, did you feel any different out there? Did it take you another uh, day to kind of get your legs back and conditioning and all that? Yeah, um, I was still kind of dealing with some stuff from it. But I mean, if I can practice, I'm gonna practice. So it kind of it was it was a tough practice, but um, it was good to be out there instead of you know being laid up just feeling sick yeah i guess better now than like week four during the season right let's get that out of the way now right yeah let's get all the extra adversity stuff out the way ryan jones joining us here uh on the pit electric uh live line troy d as we talk to the tight end special welcome to our friends at pit electric our new sponsor on the live line you had a good line earlier clip i said how how do you think things will go on the Pit Electric Live line? And you said... Adds a little spark, Troy did. Nicely done. That's why he's a pro, folks. Don't try that at home. Uh, Thanks Ryan, for the fake chuckle, Ryan. I appreciate that. <laughs> Ryan, you're the first official live guest now on the Pit Electric Live line. So you, there's a little trivia question for Clip Sports <laughs> Trivia at AJ's one night. Um, Ryan, how are you doing physically? Everything's still going pretty good for you? Yeah, everything good. It's probably the best my body's felt going into a season in like a long time. So, I mean, I'm feeling really well. Uh, mentally, physically, so I mean, I'm in a good space. Talked to Xavier Smith earlier. You'll hear it later on in the show, but I asked him, you know, is it when you go full pads, when you go scrimmage, is it like a, a fall Saturday? And he said, yes, it's a hundred percent. When it's when you're out there, you're going a hundred percent. If not, you you might get banged up. Mm-hmm. So, do you feel it uh, those days, Ryan? Uh, do you, does it feel like you you played in the game when you uh, have those full pad practices? Yeah, I feel like anytime you play in, in the stadium, you always have that, that extra juice. I mean, that really helps uh, feed into, like, the game scenarios. I mean, the offense, like, the defense, when we play against them, they always give us uh, their best. I mean, it's a lot of periods. So, I mean, if you're not playing to your full, you will get hurt from that. So, I mean, just playing in the stadium and everything, it really helps uh, feed into, like, a game, a, a true Saturday game day. I, I agree with you, Ron. I, you can't go half speed on stuff like this because that's how you get hurt. You you got to get get right in the head and go go full speed even on a scrimmage. And uh, it is a game like situation. It's just your opponent is the, your teammates. Right. Ryan Jones joining us. Ryan, uh, can you give us anything? I know Pirate fans are excited to see you this year. So where where have you been lining up? Have you been on the line in the slot? A little bit of everything so far. Yeah, um, this year I'd say I'm definitely going to be moving around a lot more. Uh, I've been learning really this whole uh, this whole season. I've been trying to uh, just learn the whole playbook. And I mean, we're moving guys around, so I mean it's going to be a lot of movement. I mean, it's going to be a, it's going to be like the same offense as last year, but just some nuances added. But um, yeah, it's going to be a good season. Ryan Jones joining us. Ryan, uh, have you graduated yet? Do you have your degree? Yeah, I graduated. So I'm a graduate. So I graduated right. uh, fall of 2020, but um, I graduate again in the spring. But I won't be. I won't be. A, I'll be a student, but I won't be on campus at ECU. Right. So you don't have maybe a huge class load, maybe like some of the underclassmen coming up. I was going to ask what's it like to to go back into the school portion of this, but it, you got a, a pretty light load, I would imagine, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. So uh, no big deal for you then. Yeah. No. Nah, I mean, this is. I'm an older guy, so I mean. Once the season rolls around, the school rolls around. I kind of, I kind of know how to, uh, how to manage all that stuff. 
All right, there you go. So it's uh, it's football because uh, that the fall camp portion ends this week, right, Ryan? And then you'll kind of start to dive into regular uh, season practice. And I don't know when do you guys really start to focus on NC State out there? Will that be next week? Um, I know a little bit from the special teams. We're really getting into NC State stuff, but it would be the following week when we really uh, dive full in on uh, on NC State. Ron, this is Chandler. I was just wondering, you come in last year in, in fall camp, fresh off the transfer portal, and uh, in your first year at, here at East Carolina, you lead the team in reception touchdowns with five. Do you look back at that and go, man, I could do way more than that this year? How much does that help you at a, in a confidence standpoint, and do you have a goal for reception touchdowns this year? Um, I would say just, just knowing from the stuff that I did last year, it definitely makes me more confident because I feel like I understand what I'm doing. Uh, this year opposed to last year. But, I mean, more so this year, I feel like as a team, we're more so just focused on, uh, like, how can we contribute to what the team's doing. So, I mean, as long as everyone's doing their job, I know my uh, receptions or everything's going to go well. So, I mean, I'm more so just focused on how I can be the biggest contribution to uh, the offense this year. Ryan, uh, did you watch any football this weekend? You got week one of the preseason going on. Did you catch any games or did you uh, get away from football? Yeah, I checked out the um, the Broncos and Cowboys game, and then I also checked out the, um, the Steelers game. Check out our our guys from last year. Well, the Cowboys had I think seventeen penalties, so hopefully you watch what not to do on the field. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was cool to see Tyler Sneed catching some passes for the Steelers the other night. He looked the part out there, Ryan. It was cool to see one. Yeah, it's see cool a- seeing him out there. The uh, the Bears look terrible, but didn't see many starters this week with oh, they're the, gonna look terrible so i was hoping it's just because the starters weren't playing but you'll have to uh consult your own team and see how they did yeah keep hoping on that one troy day gonna be a rough year for the bears I may have asked you this ryan but uh refresh our memories who are your your favorite tight ends to watch and uh and maybe model your game after a little bit who do you enjoy watching play um the main guys i've watched well because i watch uh this guy john new smith he plays with the, with yeah. the patriots that's one of the guys i watch and then also another is a. Uh, Aaron Hernandez, you know. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. Type. Yeah, yeah. Only as a football player, not as a person. Just, just, just football. Just football. Yeah. Separate the art from yeah, the I artist. Just wanna, I just want people to understand in case they caught this midstream yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah, that's right. Now I do remember that. Yeah. John now with the uh, with the I, Patriots. I do. I was uh, going through some of Bryce's football cards, and I came across a mint condition Aaron Hernandez football card, and I was wondering if there was mm. any value to that. Ryan might buy it, or there's some uh, <laughs> <laughs> some stick. <laughs> About that one. <laughs> there's, there's probably a group of people out there that might like to have that. And uh, the Patriots have Hunter Henry and uh, John U. Smith, and they love to throw to tight ends. And you talk about this team, uh, Mike Houston had to remind everybody that, hey, uh, Shane Calhoun's a good football player. We talk a lot about Ryan Jones, and sometimes uh, we forget about Shane, but uh, he's a good one, too. We'll see a lot of him on the field this year, right, Ron? Definitely, yes, sir. Yeah, and Aaron Jarman. I mean, heck, Tyler Savage moving in. You all of a sudden, yeah, our whole yeah, our whole room is stocked and loaded. You know, we have guys that can uh, pass block, catch the ball. So I mean, we're really a well-rounded room. Ryan Jones joining us. Troy D, you got anything else? No, I just uh, appreciate your time, Ryan. Yeah. I know this is a busy, uh, busy time for you. 
Hopefully, maybe uh, things get back to normal. I'm losing track of the schedule. Is it next week where they go back into, or you got one more week at camp after this week? I think uh, camp ends this week, right? This is our last, this is our last week. Yes. Okay, so you have next Monday off. Might be able to get back to a more normal schedule with you guys. Get you back in the studio. Hopefully, starting next Monday. But uh, really, and we'll see you Saturday at media day. So you're gonna get sick of us pretty soon. But we'll <laughs> yeah. talk to you then too. <laughs> but That's all good. But Ron, appreciate your time as always. Keep up the good work, and we'll see you soon. Yes, sir. Thank you. Troy D. alongside as we go back inside the Delcor Players Lounge. Joining us on the Pit Electric Live line is Jeremy Lewis, uh, former South Central Falcon, joining us today. Jeremy, how you doing, man? I'm good. Can't complain. How about yourself? Doing great. Uh, Jeremy, we used to see you on the Friday night highlights, uh, making tackles, quarterback sacks, and also catching touchdowns. Do you ever miss uh, the offensive side of the ball, or do you have a happy home there now at defense? Oh, I definitely have a happy home, but back in my high school days, I miss I miss those days. I was a I was probably about two hundred pounds. You know, I could move a little bit quicker and jump a little bit higher. So, you know, I definitely miss that side of the, that side of my offense. What uh, speaking of which, what's your uh, your playing weight? Are you where you want to be right now? Uh, and and what do you weigh right now? Oh, uh, right now I'm sitting at two thirty five, and yeah. Is that a good spot for you to be in? Yeah, well, personally, I feel like I'm moving my best at my 235. I started camp at 240. I was 242, matter of fact, before camp. But, you know, you're going to lose a couple pounds during camp. So then I lost a couple pounds, and I'm sitting there air waving around this 235 weight. And I feel like I'm moving pretty good. I'm able to uh, get up and down the field, pursuit to the ball, not as tired. And yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure this offseason though I'm gonna try to gain the gain gain a lot, and so that 242 stick and it's all muscle. Jeremy, we were polling the guys today as far as you said you're feeling good. What about last week? You know, you had that little uh, seemed like a foodborne illness run through half the team. Uh, did that affect you? Oh yeah, it got it got me pretty good. I mean, I lost lost a couple pounds off that, but I'm pretty sure as a team we handled it professionally. We bounced back, and you know we didn't let a didn't let a didn't let it affect our count, so yeah, we're good. Now, Xavier Smith said it was survival of the fittest. He said his body's not going to be affected by that, uh, Jeremy. So what's what's wrong with your body there? <laughs> I, I think it was something, you know, everybody ate. Some people, did, some people didn't, so, you know. I know. It was just another reason for Xavier to talk junk about something. That's all it was. So. He always talking junk, man. I'm going to get him. <laughs> and it was confirmed by Rajay Harris. You, you said, Jeremy, you enjoy talking on the defensive side of the ball. Rajay said that you and Xavier never shut up. So, uh, I know uh, you like talking to opponents. I guess you like talking to your own team during scrimmages and uh, and, and good on good, right? Yeah, most most definitely. Sometimes my 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 jump talking kind of fuels me, fuels the defense as well. So once we bring that energy, you know, that energy travels throughout the team, and we play, we begin playing our best. And, and Jeremy, you don't have to say where it was from, but what what did you eat that made you feel bad? Uh, I don't know. We just ate. I, I ate breakfast, and I don't know. Later that night, I guess it was something. I don't know what it was specifically that we had, but. Later that night, you know, I just got home and I had to use the bathroom almost all night. So, but it is what it is. No. Yeah. I know uh, some of the guys mispracticed on Wednesday. Where I know everybody missed Tuesday. Did you miss Wednesday as well, or were you back out there? I had missed. I had missed Wednesday because of my uh, weight. So I had lost mm. a certain amount of pounds, and then I had to gain it back. But I got it back up, and I'm back to normal now. So yeah, I had missed Wednesday too. 
flip side for folks trying to lose weight, quite the diet program. Clip, <laughs> you know, well, it sounds like running during uh, fall camp and then a food illness. Uh, yeah, well, we'll, you want to we'll drop shape. the pounds? Yeah, exactly. Maybe I need to uh, participate in this deal. But uh, glad you're doing better, Jeremy. And it seems like everybody's back to 100 percent this week. Yes, sir. Uh, Jeremy, I asked uh, Holton, you know, what guys were giving him issues, giving the offense issues out there. And the first guy he said was Blake Harrell because he said uh, that the defense has been throwing some some dummy looks and trying to disguise what they're doing. And it sounds like Blake, uh, Coach Harrell, has added a lot to that defensive side of the ball, uh, even this fall camp. Yeah, Coach Harrell's one of the smartest coaches I've ever played for. He can see a formation right then and there and know what he – wants to come out in and how to defend that 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 formation because you can only run a certain amount of plays in certain formation and he knows that and he'll put us he love he always puts us in the best formation or the best call to make a play so yeah he he's one of the smartest coaches I've ever seen and you got to have smart players too Jeremy so at this point in your career are you you know kind of caught up with all the the film study the getting the playbook that kind of stuff Oh yeah, most definitely. Me playing, me having a co- uh, two years of offensive experience, I can I can see certain information and know what's coming as well. And and us being a veteran defense, I, my my boys beside me, they also can do the same thing. So we like to call stuff out, you know, and give give different hints and on the field, so we know what what may come and be prepared to stop it. Jeremy, we've seen you make plays on the field. I've been asking the guys, what uh, younger guys have stood out? Maybe if you could name one on the offense, one on the defense. What what, what young players have stepped up uh, this fall camp that have caught your eye? Um, on the defensive side of the ball, I really like Isaiah Brown Murray. Uh, he'd be a freshman corner, came in at a huff, and he's been making plays ever since the spring. And also on the D-line, J.D. Lampley is a big boy. He, he's going to be a freak once he gets – like once he – once he builds his IQ of the game, he's going to be a freak. And um, on the offensive side of the ball, I really like um, it's a running back. Ah, oh, what's his name? Marlon. Marlon. Mm-hmm. Marlon. He's pretty good. Pretty good running back out there. Number twenty-one. And those guys, those young guys, they're going to be pretty good. And uh, it really sounds like this team has added depth, uh, so it's great to have those young guys, and hopefully they can come in and, and you know, redshirt and, and get stronger instead of play right away. I know uh, Mike Houston had to play a lot of guys right away early in their career, I think including yourself, right, Jeremy? Yes. Yes, sir. I had to had to find my role to get to make the travel stop, travel, travel bus. I played a little special teams, a little punt, a little kickoff return, and I also was uh, on PAT field goal block, so played a little tight end too. But majority of my freshman year was special teams. Uh, do, do you play any more special teams now, or are you uh, just logged in there to your uh, your edge spot? Oh yes, yeah, sir. Most definitely trying to trying to play as much special teams possible, so I can sell my ticket to the next level. You know, find a role on those NFL rosters. But right now, I'm trying to. I'm at um, a little kickoff, a little uh, punt return. So you know. We heard uh, Keaton Mitchell's been doing some kickoff return. Is he uh, is he waiting on you guys to block, or is he just running right by everybody? Because uh, he's oh, no. <laughs> he's following his bus, but I'm pretty sure if he needed to, he could run right by everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good weapon to have, Troy D. Kick I, return. It's a good idea. Um, surprised they didn't go to it earlier. Yeah, well, you I, know, but better late than never. Me too, but we had you know Tyler Sneed. He was yeah, he was he good. Was, he, could, he could make a play. <laughs> yeah, he could make a play. You never knew what you were gonna get from him, but you knew it was gonna be good. So as long as we had him, we had kept him back there. But now next man up mentality. It's time for Key and Key. Wait, it's time. It's time for him to shine. 
Jeremy, saw uh, Tyler Sneed, Jaquan McMillan, some Pirates on the field, some of your old teammates this weekend in preseason. That had to be uh, pretty cool for you guys to see. Yeah, that was real good. I seen Jaquan McMillan make a couple plays. I seen Sneed do what he's always done. He, um, I think he got like a little jet sweep. Should have been a three-yard loss. He made it to like a three-yard gain. And that's just what he's always done. So it was nice to see him, see him playing good on the next level. And Jeremy, you have those same uh, NFL aspirations uh, yourself? Yes, sir. Most definitely. Is that and, and there's a lot of motivating factors. I was thinking about this too, Troy, when you were talking about uh, comparing state to ECU. State went out to California, didn't play a bowl game. Yep. East Carolina went up to Maryland, didn't play a bowl game. Is that so, is that still a sour taste in your mouth, Jeremy? That your season ended without playing a game? Uh, kind of stunk for you guys. Oh yeah, it's definitely a sour taste because. We was gonna get to play at ACC school, you know, as in Boston College, who thought they were gonna come in and just destroy us, and we thought we was gonna come in and just beat them. So, you know, not being able to show our talents on that big stage is a huge loss. And then also for my guys that were super seniors that didn't get to play their last game of the year, feel feel bad for those guys as well. Jeremy Lewis joining us on this Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. He's on the Pit Electric Live line. So, Jeremy, uh, one more week of camp, and then uh, you'll get back to the, the school side of things and uh, your your normal week practice. So, what are you focusing on uh, here for this last week of tra- fall camp? Uh, maintaining my speed, maintaining my weight, and maintaining my mobility for sure. And also trying to um, pers- keep, keep pursuing to the ball, you know, after the play has already been made or somebody's going to make the play, try to find a way to get in on it. All right. Jeremy Lewis ready to go for another week of Pirate Practice. Jeremy, we'll see you Saturday at Media Day, and then we'll uh, talk to you again next Monday here on the Delcor Players Lounge. Yes, sir. All right, let's head out to the Pitt Electric Live Line and talk to East Carolina quarterback Holden Aylers. He joins us inside the Delcor Players Lounge. Holden, how you doing, man? What's up, Clint, man? Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, thanks for coming in. You sound pretty good, Holton. And, and usually when we talk about your health, we're asking about your arm or your shoulder, uh, something like that. But how about the uh, the tummy? Let's go back to last week, Holton. And uh, I guess you were affected by uh, what some of the guys on the team were affected by, right? Yeah, I was. And my voice is still gone a little bit, literally from throwing up so much. I lost my voice. Um, but, yeah, it was weird. We were all in meetings, um, and me and Stubby out of the quarterbacks, uh, started kind of feeling bad. So after the meetings, we went down to the training room and we walked in there. There was like 30 some other guys in there that had the same symptoms we had. And we were like, what the heck? You know, like, what's going on? So that was a weird 24, 48 hours that we had. It was almost like, it was almost more the pandemic than the pandemic was, to be honest with you. <laughs> did they, did you ever find the culprit? Did they ever get to the bottom of uh, what caused all that? No. So the, there's all speculations about everything. Cause they said it was food poisoning which they're still kind of sticking with a little bit, but we all ate different. Like we have, we all eat the same lunch, but there's different options. We, none of us ate like there's not one common food that we all ate. Um, so their best guess right now is they're doing blood work and stuff like that. But their best <laughs> guess is that someone um, like touched something and then it got in all the food type thing. Mm. 
Yeah, and uh, the, the Buffalo Meatloaf got a bad rap, but we did learn uh, from Brian Meador last week that uh, he did he did not think the Buffalo Meatloaf was the uh, the particular call. I I got sick and I didn't touch the meatloaf. <laughs> I've been at ECU too long to know, to know not to touch that. Yeah, it just doesn't sound very uh, appealing, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, Holden Naylor's joining us. Holden, uh, how was the scrimmage on Saturday? Uh, first of all, how much uh, action did you get as a, a veteran on this team? Did did you get snaps? Yeah, um, I, during camp, I mean, your ones are going to get snaps. I think we had four drives. Um, the ones, I think we, we kicked two field goals and scored once. So the ones did well. Um, the, the twos and threes, um, the defense kind of got the best of us a little bit. But that's, that's expected. Some of those young guys in the defense that we run, um, you know, they, they move so much up front and send so many different blitzes that if you don't have a lot of experience, you're not really going to know how to handle it right away. Um, so that's kind of expected. But, you know, we feel good about the team. You know, we're – competing every single day the defense is, is really really good and the offense is you know we got to bring our a game to, to compete with those guys so it's been fun so far i read uh, a little snippet that said isaiah winstead looks like the real deal and then looks like he could be maybe the most talented receiver on this roster how is him coming in holding gone so far uh during fall camp and your connection with isaiah yeah, it's been great. Um, he's as talented as anyone in the country, and we got a couple of guys on our team like that. And that's what's that's what's so exciting about this year is uh, you know we feel like we can line up against anyone in the country really and um, size up with them, you know, talent wise. So we just got to go out there and continue to play within the offense, play within the playbook, and you know make plays when they're there to make and. Um, you know, stay away from the negative plays, stay away from the turnovers. Holden, well, sounds like C.J. Johnson has come in with, with a good head on his shoulders. I know last week Keaton Mitchell said uh, he's been great since coming back. Uh, how about reconnecting uh, with your old high school teammate there? How's C.J. doing? Yeah, he, he's doing really well. You know, I'm super proud of him. He's he's a changed person. Um, I mean, I think taking away football when football's been your whole life has you know, kind of opened his eyes a little bit and we kind of had to sit down as you know a couple of leaders on the on the team the leadership council sat down with them um before they kind of announced that he was coming back and you know kind of had a heart to heart with him and he took that with it and took what we said and has, has ran with it and he's been a really good teammate and he's working super hard so i'm excited to see what he does this season because he's really got a good shot at it Talking to Holden Nailers on the Pit Electric Live line. Holden, sounds like that leadership council uh, is paying off. Mike Houston, and, and you know, he'll, he'll talk to you guys behind closed doors when we're not around, and uh, I'm sure he says a lot of positive things. He'll also get on you as well. He, he's pretty honest with us uh, as the media goes, and if something's not going great, he'll let you know. He's been pretty positive, pretty optimistic about this team. Really sounded like from day one, the upperclassmen have showed up, and that has really you know cause the underclassmen to look up to you guys and also show up as well so it seems like it's been a pretty smooth you know positive camp uh, according to mike houston is that what you're feeling out there on the field day in day out yeah for sure i mean i think you kind of hit it on the head there i mean the upperclassmen have, have been there kind of done that in coach houston um program now we know what he expects and you know what what it takes to win now um everywhere coach houston's been he's won so we we just trust in him. We have trust in him, and it's got us this far. So, um, you know, he kind of said at the end of practice today that, you know, if you if you stick with this program and you've you've been in the program for three or four years now, I mean, you got to be a a tough son of a gun because I mean, this days are hard. You know, camp days are hard, practice days are hard, even meetings are hard because they're super honest with you. They coach you hard, but you know, and then if you can get through that, then you're going to be a heck of a player. And 
I'm a heck of a person, too. Hull Naylor's joining us on the Pit Electric Live line inside the Delcor Players Lounge on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Holden, uh, we, we talk a lot about Ryan Jones, the leading pass catcher, returning to this team from last season. And another thing Coach Houston reminds us of is, hey, don't forget about Shane Calhoun. And uh, he's probably right. We don't talk about him enough. But talented tight end room. How about that group, Holden, uh, through one week and about a week and a half of training camp? How are they looking? They're looking, they're looking great. I mean, they they work super hard this this off season, and you know, like I said, during spring we're a little low at tight end, or not really at tight end, but at receiver. So they even had to go play receiver some, but it only helped them in the long run. So, um, yeah, Shane and Ryan, you know, receiving wise, are as good as anyone in our conference, and we, we truly believe that. And um, you know, the guys behind them too, Aaron Jarman, D'Angelo McKinney, are some some big dudes that can block and do a couple different things. So we're deep in that room, and that's not the case when. When Coach Houston and I first got here, you know, we didn't have many tight ends even on the roster. So it's, it's definitely a, a change room and turned into a strength for us. Holden Naylor's joining us. Holden, uh, you used the word trust earlier. You want to trust your receivers, trust your backs. And certainly you got to have the most trust in your offensive line. And how many uh, – put a number on it, Holden, right now. How many guys do you trust in front of you on a game day now? It's 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 beyond five, right? You, you like the depth there. So how many guys uh, do you think could play on Saturdays for East Carolina this fall? Shoot, I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty confident in our two deep at least. Um, I mean, we, we could probably go past that really. Um, but our two deep is has played a lot of football. I um, mean, even the guys who haven't played a lot of football here, you know, some of the transfers are brought in have, have played a lot of football in other places. So um, I feel good about those guys. I mean, they're they're big. I mean, they look like a D one offensive line for a, a really good program. And um, like I said, it's kind of like the tight ends. It hasn't really been the case here um, in the past. So I mean, we look they looked the part at OL, at OL and uh, they're doing really well. They're communicating. Coach Shanks coaching really hard. And, um, they're taking it and, and kind of running with it. I mean, they're the engine of our offense, and, and they know that. And, um, if we can if we can run the football at will, then it's just going to open up the pass game, and it starts with those guys. Holden, what guys on the defense are giving uh, your offense and yourself the most trouble right now, day to day? Shoot, Coach Harrell for one. I mean, they put in a new dang defense <laughs> every single day. Um, it's kind of it's kind of bugging some of the younger quarterbacks uh, more than it is me, just because I mean I face just about every single defense a uh, college football program can throw at me at this point but uh you know i mean they put in seems like a new defense every single day or, or multiple defenses every single day that we haven't seen in a while so uh but i mean all those guys that are coming back i mean they're they're super talented over there and they're they're so well coached and so smart that they can identify little tendencies and stuff but that's helping me get better too because i mean miles and x at, at linebacker are just the two that i'm used for example i mean we communicate daily on little tendencies that we pick up on each other to it might not help us during practice because it's probably better that you know if miles can tell that it's going to be a pass then it would only help miles out but if he tells me you know hey i'm picking up this when it's a pass when it's a run you're doing this if i can change that so you know other teams and other defenses down the road can't see that i mean we're only helping each other so that's the type of environment we got now with the with the leaders that we have in this program is just pushing each other each and every day it's like every play is a test for a quarterback, Holden, and you sound like you got it down pat right now. But I don't know when did you pick up on that? Is that something you started uh, at Conley, uh, looking over the defense pre-snap, doing your reads, and and how long did it take you to to really master it, knowing what the defense was doing pre-snap? Yeah, Coach Connor did a really good job with me in high school, and that's kind of where it did start. I mean, as soon as I was there as a freshman, I'm really in eighth grade going into my 
my ninth grade year, Coach Connor did a really good job of, of t- just teaching me the fundamentals of defenses because you know so many coaches just teach the offense, but Coach Connor did a really good, really good job of teaching me the defense and what they're supposed to be doing in their schemes and stuff like that, which can only help you. Um, and I wouldn't say you know I've really mastered it, but I mean I definitely have a great feel for it. Defenses are always always changing in college football nowadays. There's so many multiple things that they can do and. Um, so I mean I wouldn't I don't think anyone's really ever mastered even Brady I mean he makes mistakes sometimes sees that but I mean when you get a lot of snaps and you have the experience that you know I have now um, there's not too much hopefully that can fool me but at the same time I mean like I said defenses are putting new stuff in daily it's evolving daily so um, just got to keep studying and you know whatever look that comes my way hopefully I've seen it if not then Hopefully I, I, you know, make a right decision and keep the ball moving and then go see it on film after. Holden Naylor's joining us. We'll uh, talk even more to Holden and his teammates coming up Saturday at ECU Media Day. And uh, it'll be your last one, Holden. And some of these things, uh, you were talking about your conditioning test. It was kind of funny when you said you, you hated it and you it's a day you didn't really look forward to. And then after Big John said, Holden, this is your last one, you were like, well, on. I kind of wish I had another one now. So I don't know how much Media Day is on on the top of your, your your power rankings of things you like to do, but you'll miss it when it's gone, right? No, I will. I mean, I, I love media day. I love the – we have a really good local media around here with, you know, you guys and Brian Bailey and just, just the people around here uh, really support us well. I mean, it's it's always been, you know, fun for me. And, you know, so many of y'all have, have followed me since I've been dang 12 years old. <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, I, I am cherishing all of this. It's been a fun ride for me. It's almost – sad to think about you know all this coming to an end but you know now's not the time to get sad you know i'll do that when i'm officially done here but uh yeah it's been a ride i mean i've enjoyed every moment of it and you guys have been great igo's been great i mean everyone everyone in greenville that you know surrounds and covers ecu football i mean i've really appreciated just two more saturdays with no ecu football holding so what are the i don't know key dates so when do you start to to get to nc state and and you know how much more of this camp is about just you guys as a team yeah, I mean, we're going to continue. I think the 20th is kind of the date where, we, you know, we finish the camp type feel when school starts. But, I mean, to be honest with you, Cliff, at 5.30 this morning, I was watching the, I was watching state film. So I've been I've been watching them for a while now. And, um, you know, we are still focused on us. But at the same time, it's, it's hard not to kind of look ahead and prepare for that game. But, yeah, that's just me. You know, some of the guys on the team are so – you've got to be locked down in your position, especially those in position battles that um, are so locked in. But – at the same time, like I said, with experience like that, with the experience that I have, I don't got to sit there and watch, you know, two hours of film every day on our defense. Um, I can, you know, put some time towards NC State since I've, um, you know, that's our first game, and I don't got to sit here and game plan for our defense during camp because I've seen a lot of the looks, like I said. Holden Naylor's joining us. Holden, appreciate it as always, man. Have a great week of practice this week. We'll catch up with you Saturday at Media Day and also talk to you next Monday back inside the Players' Lounge. We appreciate it, man. Heck yeah. See you then, Clip. All right, let's head out to the Pitt Electric Live Line and talk to East Carolina running back Rajay Harris. He joins us inside the Delcor Players Lounge on a Monday. Rajay, how you doing, man? Yeah, I couldn't be better, my guy. How about yourself? I'm doing great and good to hear. And uh, well, hope you're doing one percent better every day, though, right? There we go. I got you. See, uh, I'm learning, man. You're teaching me things. Uh, Let's talk about Saturday, Rajay. Always fun when you uh, have a scrimmage. So, How much action did uh, did you and and Keaton get? Uh, Was it about the younger guys, or did y'all get some run as well on Saturday? Uh, We got some some decent work in, honestly, with the first group. Um, 
Uh, the second and third group got a lot of reps as well, so the young guys got a lot of reps. Uh, they kind of took the training wheels off Saturday just to see, you know, how would they how would they uh, respond to it. And um, to be honest, I think everybody responded well. Um, you know, um, you can always be better. It's always room for improvement, uh, especially in the running back room. But, you know, all we talked about last time, I'm just proud of them young guys and how they done developed since the first day of camp to now. Rajay, real quick, I'm going to list off some of those names, and you just give me uh, five to ten seconds on a, a little scouting report because we haven't seen a lot of Camaro, Marlin, and uh, Pop either. So so how about Pop? What what is uh, what pops about Pop? What does he do well? Pop is very aggressive, very aggressive. He got a mean stiff arm, and, you know, it's a big boy, so when he's running 100 miles per hour, it's, just, it's hard to tackle him. How about Marlin? Uh, what, what about Marlin Gunn? What raises eyebrows about him? Yeah, Marlon. Marlon is very aggressive himself. I'm sorry, my daughter's toy going off. <laughs> but uh, Marlon is very aggressive himself, man. Uh, he run the ball very hard. Uh, he's about a uh, 200 pounds, 205 range, but he run that thing like about 230. And you know we need that in the backfield. And uh, we've been able to see a lot of high school highlights of Camaro Edmonds over the years uh, with his days in Eastern North Carolina. But how about Camaro now? What uh, what's caught your eye about him? Uh, Camaro's a bigger bigger back, but he, he runs the ball like he's 205. He got good hips. Um, he can lower the shoulder when he wants to, and he can make a move on the defender. Rajay with some scouting reports on some guys we haven't seen yet. Looking forward to uh, those guys being in the running back room. And Rajay, you said your uh, your daughter's toy was going off there. It, <laughs> tough balance, man, with football, with school, uh, being a father. And uh, you're growing up quick, I guess. How, how do you keep all your priorities in line there? I just keep the main thing, the main thing. You know, my daughter, you know, that's always going to be the number one thing, family. And uh, football, when it's football time, it's football time. And, uh, you know, when I'm over there at the facility, I don't really talk to nobody, really, honestly. Um, I'm just focused and keyed in on the football. But when I come home, I give her all my time, no matter what, how tired I am. I just give her all my time. Because she don't know what's going on right now. So. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm just giving give all, all my time to her man <laughs> rajay harris joining us rajay i looked uh, back at some of the uh the beginning of the ecu app state game to open the year last year great start for the pirates didn't end the way you wanted it but uh that first drive uh first or second drive you catch a ball out of the backfield db kind of uh, gives you a little push didn't really go in for the tackle and uh, you get knocked out of bounds you're coming back to the huddle and you're looking at him and he starts talking and you start talking and <laughs> I, I think you like that kind of stuff but I know you can't give us the full details but what are those uh, quick little conversations like between plays what, what's being said there uh, I just like when people start talking man just, it really motivates me even more you know when you saying stuff to me that just you just don't know but you lighting a fire every time you just talking and every time you just speaking negative it's just you know a lot of fire but i never let it offend me like i never let it like you know take me out my game or right. anything uh i just love having fun out there and that's just a part of my game that you know just comes to me but you know i'm gonna try to i'm gonna try to uh, calm down this year and not let it you know affect me as much because i know how much of a leader i am this year um to the offense to the whole team so I'm going to work on that this year, but uh, <laughs> don't take my word for it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll see what happens when the uh, the game gets going. And it, it doesn't seem like something that's a problem with you. I mean, it has been nah. with others drawing flags and stuff. But, uh, yeah, you just it's part of the game, right? It's part of the fun out there. 
Yeah, it's just part of the fun, man. I never try to, you know, do too much to get a flat because, you know, I'm not trying to run. I'm not trying to have Coach Houston tear my way in. <laughs> um, you know, I just love having fun, man. It's just part of the game. Well, uh, Xavier, uh, I know he likes to talk out there, and, and Jeremy Lewis said – Jeremy Lewis, I think, self-proclaimed, said he was the best trash talker on the defense. So who are the guys on your own team that you're out there talking with during uh, one-on-ones? Uh, it got to be Xavier and Jerm. Um, you know, a lot of guys talk, but them two right there, they just, you know, <laughs> boy, they have you they have you mad the whole practice. <laughs> just, you know, we know at the end of the day it's all love and – you know, some people they let um they let them get in their heads, but you know me, like I said, I just like to have fun out there, man. <laughs> Rajay Harris joining us. Rajay, uh, were you one of the pirates that was uh, was feeling the issues uh, early last week? Understand that a bug went around and knocked out some of you guys for a Tuesday and even on Wednesday. So, how about you? Were you one of those pirates? Actually, I was. I was great. I didn't. I didn't have no symptoms or anything. Uh, I was. I was really great. I drank a lot of water, uh, vitamin C. I took my you know, orange juice, stuff like that. It just, you know, make sure I didn't get it. But, you know, to be honest, I was good. Well, that's that's good to hear. You had some teammates laid out, though, right? Yeah, they definitely was laid out. They was laid out. <laughs> uh, and, and we were wondering, everything, it seems so smooth, talking to you guys, talking and uh, hearing from Mike Houston after practice, that uh, camp had been going really well, really positive, and we were hoping that could continue, and you had that stoppage. But even hearing from Houston since then, it sounds like he's very pleased with where the team is, the, the head on the shoulders you guys have brought in to this training camp. So are you feeling that, Rajay? Is it a, a positive experience right now for the team? Yeah, it's very positive. I'm, I think everybody's starting to understand, like, you know, how much, how good this team could be, you know, if we, if everybody buys in. So, you know, every practice, every day, everybody's just chasing that 1%. You got, you got even scout guys going 100%. You know, guys that just got here, you know, freshmen, they going 100% because now you have older guys leading by example. So now you, the, the younger guys trying to live, live up to the expectation that the older guys are giving. So, you know, you're going to have everybody bought in by September 3rd. Rajay Harris joining us. Rajay, we talked to Holton Aylers earlier, that conversation coming up around 5 o'clock today on the show, but he talked about having to learn how to read defenses starting in high school and then all the film work and, and prep he does, knowing what the defense is doing pre-snap. How about at the running back position when you're lined up beside Holton or behind the quarterback? How much are you – what are you looking at as far as keys and things like that? Well, I'm looking at the techniques from the defensive linemen. I'm looking at the linebackers to see, you know, their demeanor. But um, really, I look at the safeties a lot. You know, I learned the coverages, but I'm looking at the safeties because safeties will never lie to you. You know, so if they, if, if I see a blitz coming or I think it's a blitz coming, I always look at the safety to see if he outside the hash, inside the hash, or if the linebacker sheeted up a little bit. It just be little stuff like that, that I pick up on film, but it's different from all teams. So film is really something that you really have to look at and really have to understand, ask questions. And, you know, this year it's kind of a big year because me and Keaton, the only thing that we've worked on off season is uh, coverages, yeah. alignments, stuff like that. So we know what's going on pre- pre-snap. Yeah, that's awesome. Is that something, and it sounds like you've really dove into it this year, but is that something you had to pick up when you got to ECU? Were you even thinking about those things like in high school when you were running all over everybody? <laughs> yes, I had a coach um, in high school. Um, I had two of them, Coach Bailey and Coach Durham, and they, they helped 
it helped me out a lot, you know, outside of football, after practice, before practice, teaching me coverages, teaching me slant stunts that defense can do, um, stuff like that. But when I got to college, I took it more serious. You know, I start learning, like, the odd evens, all different type of fronts and stuff like that. So I took it to a next level when I got to college. Big shout-out to Coach Foster for that. Yeah, that's awesome. Rajay Harris joining us today inside the Delcor Players Lounge, joining us on the Pit Electric Live line. Rajay, so what's uh, what, what's practice like this week? And I guess the attention starts to turn to, to NC State next week, right? So so what's this uh, this week of practice going to be like for you? Well, today was full pass. Um, you know, we got out there today. I feel like we had a great practice today as a whole team. Uh, but um, this week is going to be, you know, we had to finish this week off. Right, because it's the last week of camp. Everybody hurting. Uh, you got to keep our mentality as to win, win, win everything. Win September third, and you know, just keep on going each week. But um, you know, man, you know, Coach Houston, uh, just go out there and ball out each practice, and um, you know, just make a statement. Rajay Harris joining us. Rajay, always appreciate your time, and uh, we enjoy your positive attitude, man. It's always uh, fun to talk with you here on Monday. So we'll do it again next week, and uh, we'll see you at Media Day on Saturday as well. I'm looking forward to it, my guy. All right, let's head back inside the Delcor Players Lounge and talk to East Carolina linebacker Xavier Smith, who joins us on this Monday. Xavier, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing great. Uh, how were you doing last week? Were you one of the Pirates that got sick, or uh, did you remain healthy throughout that whole ordeal? I did remain survival of the fittest. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get sick. I remained healthy. Good to hear. Uh, saw a uh, from Holden's Instagram. He showed a picture of him and two other Pirates laid out getting IVs. So, uh, sounds like you were one of the lucky ones. Well, not lucky. Survival of the fittest. You're one of the fittest ones, right? Yeah, survival of the fittest. I couldn't even do an IV in terrifying. <laughs> well, it's a good thing you remain unscathed there. How's the body feeling after a week and a half of camp? You, uh, you getting through it pretty good? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you can't run away from the fatigue and the workload of camp. He's got to embrace it. So I'm definitely feeling it. Just trying to do the things right, get some good rest at night, stay in the rehab, stay stretched out, foam rolling to make sure I get through healthy. You welcoming these uh, cooler days we've had in eastern North Carolina? It's been a nice change, right? Oh, yeah, today. But it seems like any time we got a harder practice, the weather just changed right back to blazing hot. <laughs> yeah, that's the way it goes, I guess. Xavier Smith joining us. How, how did the, uh, the scrimmage go? Uh, Miles said the the defense won, and uh, you as a linebacker, you're probably going to say the same, right? <clears throat> I mean, it was good work. I wouldn't say there was no definite winner because we still have things to work on on both sides. But we definitely got some good bump. Offense definitely felt us. I will say that. But I know they got some things to work on. You know, I know all of it wasn't just us. It was probably some mistakes we capitalized off of their behalf. So we just trying to get each other better. And one team, I don't think there's no winners. We all getting better. How much uh, real hitting are you doing out there, Xavier? During these scrimmages, during these drills, uh, the the full pads. You know, is it is it straight up tackling like we'll see on game day Saturdays, or is it eighty percent? Like, well, what's it like out there? I was full go live. Yeah. Full go live on the scrimmage. Our third days, shoot, might as well be live the way we be hitting. It's good work. You definitely going to feel it afterwards. It reveals the fake, reveals the soft. <laughs> so you uh, you enjoy it? Do you like the full pad days? Oh, yeah, I love it. I think 
tackling full goal live is easier than thud, to be honest with you. How much, too, with the you know the safety element of it, the, the teaching of tackling? I mean, at this point in your career, you got it down pat now, but it's still something. Is that still something you guys work on, the the actual, the actual fundamentals of tackling? Oh, yeah. Well, being away from football for you know, a couple weeks, couple months, you always got to go back to your base fundamental rules. So the coaches make it an emphasis to, you know, all the little things with our tackling, drive for five, get our feet through, proper side, you know, proper foot up. We always make it an emphasis because we know how important that is in a real game situation. So we always keep it at the top of the list. So it's Im- important to make the tackle, important to bring the guy down, obviously, but also you don't want to injure yourself and you don't want to get that, that targeting penalty that gets you out of the game. So it's a, a lot of factors go into it, right? Yeah, I mean, for the older guys who've been here for a while, it's easier. Well, you know, there's still some guys, you know, I get a little too excited when we out there, but is majorly the the younger guys who's new to college, you know, new to the rules and knew how knew how to practice like a college older professional player. So it's really more of a teaching standpoint for even the older guys, you know, show the younger guys like the route and the ways to maintain we're safe and protecting each other. Remind me, Xavier, have you been hit with targeting during a game? Nah, never. All right, good deal. Let's uh, let's, <laughs> let's keep that going uh, because it is frustrating, right? I mean, uh, sometimes it is a guy making kind of a, a reckless play. Other times it's just by accident, right? So it's uh, you can control some of it. Some of it's out of your control. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of it's, I don't know. A lot, I don't know, man. I, I think it's a little soft to rule on certain cases, but I do think it's good for protecting players in certain situations. But I think... Some of the calls they make are a little ridiculous, a little soft, just a little bit. Yeah, and the ones where the the which they I think there's a rule for, but you never see it where the offensive player lowers their head. So what are you supposed to do at that point? You know? Yeah, that is a great question. We'll <laughs> that one out because that'd be the hardest one. Yeah, especially like when they come in full speed. It's like, what are you supposed to do if they have the head, their heads down, and you the one trying to tackle them? Right. Xavier Smith joining us inside the Delcor Players Lounge. Xavier Holt Naylor said Blake Harrell was throwing a lot of stuff at him, a lot of stuff at the young quarterbacks, and, and really confusing those young quarterbacks. So it sounds like uh, y'all got even more stuff cooked up pre-snap and uh, scheme-wise for, for offenses to look at this year. How, how's that part of the game going for you? It's actually going great. You know, having a third year under the same defense, finally, thank the Lord, uh, we are able as a defense to have more on our plate, make more checks. You know, guys are comfortable and familiar with the defense so we can play even faster. And that's really all it is. Coach Harrell dials it up, and now we're more comfortable. We know the scheme. We know all the little things we have to do. We just put it all together at this point. And I know I asked Miles about this last week. I'll ask you, how nice is it to have your defensive coordinator also be your position coach? I mean, you're you're learning your position and, and probably all the positions uh, at, there at linebacker, right? Yeah, it's great having him as both the D.C. and the linebacker coach because anything, you know, being an older player, you know, we have, we have different game experiences, so we can talk to him. He's very open about, you know, what adjustments to make. He's very inclusive of asking us what – we like what we don't like and what will help us what we're comfortable with so it was good having him as that you know friend right there close to the sideline but when it comes to practice you'll be talking a little bit <laughs> kind of get a little confusing when he's talking to you mid-playing you trying to read and make your checks but it's been great 
on that note xavier uh, the i guess the the heated talking side what coach gets on you guys the most who's the best uh yeller on the staff uh shoot you can close your eyes do a 360 and just point one out <laughs> it's all love it's all you know yeah it's football there you go xavier smith joining us today on the delcor players lounge xavier uh how about uh this week at practice what do you uh want to accomplish this week as i guess uh start to get into nc state more maybe next week but what about this week of practice for you guys um focus on what we control each day uh we're trying to tighten up all the little things to be honest with you we got the main pieces we know we're a good physical hard-nosed team we just got to clean up the little things that, you know, the side and factors in ball games, turnovers, working on forcing turnovers, holding the ball, just small things that, that add up to big things, big things in a game. Sorry. Xavier, uh, as you, you look at what's happened so far, you had a scrimmage, you've had some full pad days. Give me a young guy or two, like maybe one on offense, one on defense, who has a culture eye. Who, who are the veterans uh, surprised at when it comes to the young guys right now? Uh, there's a lot. Uh, Marlon in the running back room. Brock Spalding is probably the biggest one because he's a VA guy. He's definitely been showing up. He's out there looking like an older guy besides the conditioning part. The camp definitely got him. But they all, they have a lot of guys that show a lot of promise. They can help us early. And how at the linebacker position, sometimes you'll you'll take on a slot guy, right? It sounds like Ryan Jones might be used there, CJ Johnson, and then uh, a bunch of others. You know, you got uh, some tough guys to face at practice if you're in uh, pass coverage, right? Are those the guys you're you're facing? Man, all work is easy work. <laughs> I'll never look at it. It's all competition to me. You know, we go against good guys every day. Everyone in the conference is good. We have great guys on each position: running back, quarterback tight end wide receiver so all these guys just make us better and we not no scrubs either so we make them better as well so it's really an iron sharpened iron like finally we can get good work day in and day out yeah that, that's awesome to hear uh with the depth that's been added to this team and, and on that note you know xavier do you expect and, and maybe not yourself maybe yourself but a lot of rotation to go on during saturdays this fall uh with, with so many guys being able to play so many positions yeah, I mean, I definitely expect uh, the coaches to keep guys fresh, you know, keep fresh guys out there. And, you know, it's just a part of the game. You know, I'm not really a selfish individual. So, you know, I know we get rotated. I might need a blow, and it's just a good rotation. We got good depth, and the main part is just keeping guys in there that's fresh. Xavier, uh, you had the great backflip on the road. That was, I think, after the Memphis two-point conversion stop. You got uh, – some more great post-game celebrations planned for the wins this year? Whew, if my body starts feeling younger, you'll <laughs> <five> <laughs> uh, have to see about those. Man, uh, that, the adrenaline will be running. You'll, you'll find a second gear uh, there at the end of the game. We'll see. That's, that's a split-second decision. <laughs> well, stay safe. Stay safe on those flips. Yes, Xavier, uh, great to talk with you, man. We'll, uh, I know you'll be talking a lot on media day, too. So we'll uh, we'll see you on Saturday, and then we'll talk more to you next Monday here in the Players' Lounge. You're probably tired of talking and ready to play at this point, right? Oh, no. I'm, you know, solid. <laughs> Good deal. Hey, we appreciate it, Xavier. We'll talk to you again soon, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate you guys. All right, let's head out to the Pit Electric Live Line, talk to East Carolina linebacker Miles Berry inside the Delcor Players Lounge on a Monday. Miles, how you doing today? 
I'm doing great. How you guys? Hey, we're doing fantastic, and uh, another day closer to Pirate football. Excited about that. And Miles, let's talk about uh, Saturday scrimmage. And I, I, I guess you defensive guys are going to say you won the scrimmage, right? Did you guys win it on Saturday? <laughs> yeah, man. No bias here, but <laughs> definitely won. Uh, it was it was great seeing the guys compete, and uh, we definitely got out their offense a little bit. I asked Holden, and uh, we'll have that interview coming up later on in the show, but, you know, what guys are standing out on the defensive side of the ball giving him trouble? First guy he said was Blake Harrell because he said <laughs> that Blake is adding new defenses and new looks and stuff to confuse him and the younger quarterbacks. So sounds like you guys are uh, putting in quite a bit here uh, during this fall camp. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, week two we was probably our heaviest install day we installed. Um, a lot of defenses and a, a lot of different disguises that uh, gave Holton and uh, Mason some trouble, uh, you know, just because, you know, we might set up in one defense, but then at the snap of the ball, we're changing to a completely different setup. So definitely giving him some trouble, and, and we're really just trying to really master that and, and give NC State trouble come September 3rd. Miles, we know you're an intelligent person. Does, does that translate to the football field as well? I mean, when you're – uh, knowing the plays, knowing the reads, knowing the the changes, the audibles, things like that. Is that is it similar to learning a language, learning your schoolwork? You know, does it all kind of equal out for you? Uh, most definitely. I feel like you know, learning. I I really love learning. You know, I was never a guy that didn't like school. Like I always liked school in a in a way, and I'm I kind of consider myself a nerd a little bit, and and I feel like that transfers over on the football field. In a, in a pretty great way, and I just want to keep getting better, keep studying, and keep being a student of the game because I know that's what's going to make me play even faster and even better. Well, that's interesting. You describe yourself as a nerd, Miles, and uh, you can be an intelligent nerd, like it sounds like you are, but also, like, what? how do you describe your nerddom? Is it like sci-fi stuff? Like, what kind of nerd activities are you into off the football field? Well, I, I like math. I'm, I'm a math guy. I like numbers. Um, I also love science. I love science and technology. Uh, you know, I'm getting my master's in technology management, and, and we do a, a lot of different uh, data analytics and different things with manufacturing systems and different things like that. So I consider myself a nerd like that. But I, I also, like I said, I like I like science. I like learning how things work, how things operate. And and then you know that translating over to the football field, I love learning how um, you know different coverages uh, amount to something, and how you know everything fits like a puzzle. You know, fitting gaps and, and fitting reads, everything needs to fit like a puzzle. And that's how that's how you win games, man. When when things fit and when everything runs efficiently. That's how you win. So that's kind of how I consider myself a nerd a little bit. Cool nerd. I, I consider myself a cool nerd. There you go. Miles Barry, the cool nerd, joining us here today <laughs> on Pirate Radio Live. Miles, uh, I don't know. I can't remember if I asked you this. We, we seem to talk a lot about your, your off-the-field stuff. How about uh, football and your your favorite players, your favorite linebackers to watch? Who are some of your guys, uh, your guys current and uh, in the past that you enjoy watching play football that maybe you try to model your game after some? Right. Uh, well, my favorite linebacker right now is definitely Darius Leonard uh, because he's a he's a lighter linebacker. He plays at around 222, 225, and uh, I'm kind of light for my position also, but I just love how he, you know, they call him the maniac just because how he attacks. Uh, so he's number one. Devin White also. Devin White's an animal. He gets after it. 
Fred Warner for the 49ers. He gets after it. That's probably my my top three. Also, um, Deion Jones uh, for Atlanta, uh, really good cover linebacker. Uh, so those are probably like my top four that I look at that match my body type in a sense. Devin White's a little bigger, but especially Deion Jones and Darius Leonard, I, I try to emulate my game after them. Also, Jerome Baker for uh, the Dolphins. So last week, those three for sure. Yeah, last week Hard Knocks debuted. They're showing the lines this year on HBO. I don't know if you've had a chance to to watch any of that, but uh, I haven't. I haven't yet. Last year they ran the in season Hard Knocks, and I never watched it. And I was so fired up after watching the the lines last week that I went back and watched the Colts' uh, first edition of their in season Hard Knocks from a year ago, and uh, they had Darius Leonard, and he was arguing. And it was like two interns, but they were basically, I guess, the people that check weights. And he was like, "Man, this uh, this is not true. I'm not two. Tw- I'm not two nineteen. I'm not two He said like his whole life, people have called him small, and he's got a complex about it. But when he gets on the football field, he, he is the maniac. That's what they call him. But it was funny to see him uh, arguing about how small he says he's not because he is. I mean, we think about it that way. Not a huge guy, but man, he, he's a violent football player. Yeah, man. I, the the aggressiveness and the um, the aggression that he plays with definitely makes up for that lighter, uh, lightweight. Now he might not be two twenty. Like he might have gained weight to be like a two twenty five, maybe two twenty seven. But still, you know, you have some people like um, Devin White or even uh, uh, for the mm, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? For the Seahawks, he just left the Seahawks. One of the highest paid linebackers. Uh, I can't think of his name right now, but you have a lot of linebackers playing at 240, 245, 250. You know, so Darius playing at it, Darius Leonard playing at a 225 is definitely lighter. But the way he attacks the football, the way he's downhill, and the way his coverage ability, that's what I love. That's how I love seeing him play. And that's just how I really want to emulate my game after this year. Just had those flashes of getting the ball out, being able to cover out the backfield, and also just being downhill and stopping the run. Miles Berry joining us. Was it Bobby Wagner you were thinking about? Old Bobby Wagner. Yeah, that's yeah. his name. Yeah, Bobby Wagner. He's around like shoot, six feet, six one, two fifty. Though he's a bigger, he's a big Mike linebacker. Kind of the older linebackers. Uh, if you watch highlights in the eighties and nineties, that's the kind of guys that were playing that position. It's really changed over the years. Even like, yeah, even like guys like Ray Lewis. You know, yeah, those are big, big physical linebackers. And I'm not, I'm not like that. You know, my my body type isn't like that. But I still try to emulate that aggression, you know. So, yeah, those are those are guys I definitely look up to. Miles Barry joining us inside the Delcor Players Lounge. Miles, uh, were you one of the pirates that got sick last week, uh, or were you unscathed there? Oh, thank God, thank <laughs> God I wasn't. Um, yeah, that that bug didn't affect me, but it it affected a lot of my teammates, and and a lot of them had to get IVs and, and different type of treatments for that. It um, so. I was I was blessed and fortunate not to not to be attacked by that, but for the guys that were, you know, it, it messed them up pretty bad. But uh, luckily, you know, very fortunately, we're all healthy now and, and we're getting back rolling. And it's it's almost like that bug never existed now. So I'm I'm very thankful for that. 
And man, it sounds like you guys have a lot of positive momentum. As I've said, Mike Houston is not 100% honest with us media, but if something's going wrong, he'll, he'll kind of let us know. He has been, I'll say, very positive with us throughout this week and a half of fall camp. And is that the sense you get out there, Miles? It's kind of a very smooth operation, a lot of positivity, optimism going on out there at camp? Yeah, most definitely. Uh, I, I will say, like, uh, Coach Houston is the most uh, proud that he, that he's ever been, you know, mm-hmm. since I've been with him. And, you know, you know this like anybody else. If if he's not pleased with practice, if, if he's not pleased with how we're playing, he'll definitely let us know. But but we've been playing well. I mean, we're like I said, we're an efficient, older team. And we've been getting after it. We know how to practice now. We know how to operate. So he doesn't have to be as be as much of a hard a hard coach or a stern coach as he had to be in the past. So, um, yeah, man, we, we've been getting after it. It's the last week. Just trying to finish strong. Miles Barry joining us. Miles, any of the young guys on the offensive uh, side of the ball caught your eye that uh, has been standing out for a week and a half or, or maybe stood out in Saturday scrimmage? Uh, I'll say Camaro, the running back. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a younger guy. Um, transferred from USC. He, he, he made some good plays. Uh, let me think. Offensive side, uh, receiver wise. Well, I know those are those are older transfers. Sounds like Isaiah CJ have, have come in looking good for older guys, right? Uh, most definitely, yeah, most definitely. Zay Zay's been having some great red zone uh, jump balls, jump ball touchdowns in the end zone. He's been playing so well. CJ's been coming back and, and playing well. He's playing in the slot a little bit also. And he's been he's been dominating. So I can't I can't really think of a lot of young guys right now because of how old our team is. Honestly, <laughs> especially when I'm at you know playing ones and twos, that depth is is mainly older guys. There's not really a, a lot of younger guys getting in because we're we're just so experienced and we're playing at such a high level right now. Um, honestly. Miles Barry, the cool nerd, joining us today inside the Delcor Players Lounge. Miles, uh, you'll be a star on Saturday, I know, because uh, it'll be media day coming up. So we look forward to seeing you then and always enjoy the chats here Monday on the Players Lounge. So we appreciate it. Have a great week of practice, man. And uh, we'll see you again. Talk to you again soon. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. Y'all have a blessed week. All right, back inside the Delcor Players Lounge. Let's head out to the Pit Electric Live line and talk to East Carolina wide receiver Isaiah Winstead. He joins us here on Pirate Radio Live. Isaiah, appreciate your time. How you doing today, man? I'm doing good. Appreciate you for having me. And Isaiah, man, uh, your name has been coming up a lot. It sounds like you, uh, you you told us how much work you've been putting in this offseason. Sounds like it's paying off uh, for fall camp because uh, there's a lot of people saying you look like the real deal out there, including your quarterback, Holden Ayler. So through a week and a half, through one scrimmage, uh, how do you feel about your performance uh, thus far at fall camp? Uh, I feel good. You know, there's always room for improvement. So I'm going to just keep on focusing on the stuff I got to improve on and also the stuff I'm doing good at. But other than that, I feel good. Uh, getting acclimated with the players and stuff that's coming along good and just performing and doing what I do 
I say, uh, Miles Berry said earlier, you've been uh, a target and a threat in the red zone uh, with the jump balls and catching touchdowns. You, you told us you want to get 10 to 12 uh, scores this year. Some of that can come on a catch and run, but how about when the field gets tight down there when you're you know, inside the 10, you still want to remain a weapon. It sounds like you've been able to do that. So, so how important is that to you? Well, it's very important. Uh, like I said, man, Holden, our connection is getting stronger every practice like every day so like he know like when we get down there and sometimes even the dvs know like uh a fade coming right now <laughs> and he still throw it he still throw it and i just go make that play for him no matter how it's thrown or where he put it at for me i gotta make that play for him that, that, he been, we've been building that trust and now he just you know our connection getting stronger from that that's got to be a good feeling, Isaiah, when you know it's coming, the DB knows it's coming, and they can't do anything to stop it. That's a pretty good feeling, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Isaiah Winstead joining us. Isaiah, so uh, as far as the, the scrimmage itself and, and these these full pad days, um, I don't know, what, what, uh, what's been going right for you out there so far uh, this fall camp? What, what are you feeling good about? Oh, like as far as like my play or how practice is going? Yeah, pretty much all across the board. Because uh, it, it sounds like it's been, you know, hearing from Mike Houston, it's been a very positive experience across the board. Very uh, optimistic about this team. Are you feeling that way day in, day out out there? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. We definitely got to start to be everything we're trying to be. And as far as me, like, you know, I ain't a young, a young uh, guy, so – you know, camp is not – it's like – it's hard as what I make it. So, I make it hard by going hard every day and stuff like that. But, like, I can handle the circumstances. You know, this ain't my first camp. So, uh, other than that, you know, practice going good and, you know, just going out there, trying, trying to condition myself for the for that game, for the, for the season. Isaiah, you mentioned, you know, getting to know your teammates, getting that connection with Holden. You know, how much time have you spent trying to to get that part of it down? Be, you know, one of the guys in the locker room, get to know your teammates because, you know, if you you got a good relationship with them, that can only make things better on the field, right? Yes, sir. Definitely. Uh, I would say, like, you know, like, uh, during workouts, that's really when we got, like, you know, we started, they started just seeing me around and, and, finding out who I was and stuff like that because, like, I'm not really, you know, I'm, I don't really talk that much unless, you know, like, I'm talking to Houghton. I had knew Houghton previously before I had got here. Like, I had told you about that story. But, like, other than that, like, I don't really talk that much. I try to do better with that, though, so I can have, like, a connection with my teammates and all that stuff. Isaiah Winstead joining us inside the Players' Lounge presented by Delcor. Isaiah, who, uh, uh, are the younger guys that are stepping up at the receiver group right now? Who uh, who are you veterans excited to see uh, in the scrimmage on Saturday that might have caught your eye? Uh, younger guys, yeah. We got a we got a freshman blue. He doing he doing really good. Like he just stepped up. You know, sometimes we have like uh, a little few people get banged up, and you know he went from like you know freshman. You basically not even on the depth chart. And he he was stepping up, playing in there with the threes, and or whenever they threw him in there, he was doing good. So he definitely caught my eye for sure. And you got that connection with Holton, I say. How about the other QBs? You know, Mason Garcia, uh, Stubblefield, Flynn. Uh, you know, how how are those guys behind Holton looking right now 
day in, day out? They're looking good. It's a grind. Everybody trying to push each other to be better. And, you know, like, if Houghton was to, God forbid, if Houghton was to not be able to play or something, you know, you got Mason right there with the same arm talent, all that. So it's not really like, you know, we'll be losing anything dramatic. Isaiah Winstead joining us on the Pit Electric Live line. Uh, Isaiah, were you one of the Pirates that uh, got sick last week, or did you make it through healthy? No, sir. I did not eat that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it laid out some guys, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you were out. Uh, you were. You said that you hadn't taken a, a day off in a while, Isaiah, so you had the last Tuesday off of practice. So how did you feel that day uh, with no practice going on? Oh, during camp? Yeah, definitely had to take that day off. <laughs> Body's back, right? But, you know, I mean, just getting in the cold tubs, hot tubs, stuff like that, just getting my body to recover so I can go back 100%. Xavier Smith uh, joined us, said it, it's the real deal out there when you guys are hitting. Like, it, the pads are popping. It's uh, it's like a fall Saturday. So is that something that, uh, that you feel uh, after those full pad days, those scrimmage days? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's physical out there. You, like I said, you got to take care of your body because after those type of days, your body be hurting. <laughs> like, it's real. <laughs> Isaiah, uh, we talked to Rajay earlier, and, and he, and look, it's on film. He can't deny it. He likes to talk. Uh, he likes to talk to DBs when they come up and tackle him, likes to talk to linebackers. You, you're a quiet guy. You say off the field. How about on the field? Do you uh, chat it up with the DBs, or do you stay pretty quiet during games? Uh, as far as like going back and forth with the DB, I don't really do that unless they like got something to say to me. But like, as far as like getting turned, like after making a good play, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get turned. But <laughs> talking talking back and forth, nah, like, I just you know stand my lane. Well, I can't wait to see you uh, catch a pass first down and uh, in front of those Pirate fans on that Saturday. NC State coming to town to kick it off. Uh, Isaiah, I know I guess the team will start to turn their attention fully to the Wolfpack in, in a week or so, but what is this uh, this week of practice like uh, for yourself and uh, for the team here? Uh, just basically getting better, going out there every day. You know, this is the last week of camp, and then we're going to focus on uh, NC State. So, just like I said, conditioning ourselves to be able to play that full game, like going hard. We like we don't. It's not much conditioning in practice, like as far as running back and forth, like suicides and stuff like that, gases. But like our conditioning is just playing hard, like through the whistle. Like even in routes on air, we catch a pass, we bursting for ten, fifteen yards, just staying in shape and stuff like that, taking care of our body so we can make it to game one. Pretty soon you guys will be out there on the field and football season will be here. We got the uh, preseason, Isaiah. Just had the first weekend of preseason football in the NFL. Did, did you watch any football or do you kind of get away from football when you're off the field? Oh, yeah, I watched, I watched a little football. I was watching the Steelers and George Pickens and stuff like that. Yeah. I'll be watching the receivers. George Pickens looking good. Even former Pirate uh, Tyler Sneed with a couple catches in that game uh, for the Steelers. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, Isaiah, good stuff, man. Good luck this week at practice, and uh, we'll talk to you. We'll probably see you Saturday at ECU Media Day, and uh, we'll talk to you again next Monday here on the Players' Lounge. We appreciate it, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. 
And that was another great episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast with the ECU Players Lounge. We'll be back very soon with another episode. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to our podcast in your Apple Store. You can also visit our website at PR927FM.com and follow us on social media at PR927FM to keep up with the latest news and information. Until next time, have a great day, everyone. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.